Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Weekly Daily Podcast. My name is Chris, a.k.a. Necronominoms. Joining us, as always, is our co-host, Beck. Hello, how you doing? I am doing okay, feeling a bit better now. Uh, we were gone last week, and that was entirely my fault. Uh, it feels like it's very often my fault these days, but um, I was uh, I was sick. Uh, it wasn't COVID. It was uh, probably just like a cold or something, but... We, I tried to make it to uh, recording day, and uh, that day I ended up messaging you because I was just like, I don't think it's a good idea because my voice sounds awful and just generally don't feel well. So Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it kind of came up out of nowhere pretty much because you don't really want to record with like a hazy voice like we're using our voices here <laughs> i really tried to wait it out because i was like maybe i'll feel better today like you know you get to that point where like you have like a couple days of sick and then you start feeling better but it's not like immediate it's not like you just hit the ground running it's like you over the course of a day start feeling better and better and that was how, what it was for me and i tried chugging some day quill and that didn't work so i finally like last minute was just like i can't do this yeah, well, it's fine because like I I was also feeling not great that day because I just had to get blood work done, which meant I had to fast the previous day like night. Yeah, and uh, I was like I'm just feeling really tired, and then you said that I was like, you know what, this, this is all good. We'll just not record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, busy busy week last week. Uh, we had the game awards, which we'll we'll be talking about uh, shortly. Going a recap of that. There were some fun announcements and stuff. Um, how have you been doing? How what kind of games have you been playing? Anything new? Um, there was so I actually ac- accidentally ended up getting the humble bundle. Oh yeah. The, by accidental, uh, I essentially just that just means I let it keep going. Yeah. And I played played like one of the games off of there called Morbid Morbid the Seven Acolytes. Played that a little bit beat the first like boss of it it's kind of like a souls-esque like top-down um arpg kind of like diablo gameplay style wise but got all that souls like stuff in it it's, it's fine so far a little slow uh i didn't play any other games on there but you also learned something weird about humble bundle yeah recently. i was gonna mention that so i distinctly remember uh definitely just in the past but like also even recently in the past few months um humble bundle being like okay you get uh because it's called choice right so the implication is that you make a choice and even whenever the game or even whenever humble bundle asks you to claim your games it has you individually select games implying that you have a choice i distinctly remember when doing that it counting down from three to like zero uh that apparently isn't the case either anymore or always, and I'm just confused. But uh, I can claim every game, and that was weird to me because I was like, I don't remember that being a thing. Also, I mean, like, I guess if it's called choice, that implies that it was their choice, like they handpicked games to give you now. But I definitely remember the whole countdown thing where it was like, here's like three uh you know like games you can pick three two one you're done now uh that is not the case i can go back uh i think i determined as far as april and just choose all the games from it and pick their keys now so i just have a bunch of games that i've been sitting on which isn't 
entirely a problem for me because honestly, usually with choice, there's only like two or three games I wanted. Yeah, I I, I agree. Like uh, I also went and tested this too. Let me clean games. Yeah, uh, like uh, all of them, and it, it's not exactly a problem or good thing either. Because like in most of the cases, like I wasn't really struggling to choose my three games. Be like, I don't want this. I don't want this. I want that. And it's just like it never came to me like wanting all of them, but. I also remember the time of like before this system was implemented where if you were just part of the Humble Bundle, you just got them all. And so I was just like, oh, could it be part of that? And potentially. But yeah, uh, our one friend who is grandfathered in from that old one, so he essentially kept subscribed to Humble Bundle, never let it go. So he always got all the games all the time. And he's like, what's the point of me staying subscribed for all this time if you guys can claim all your games? And I was just like, I don't know. What can we say? You got played. You got played. I mean, I think he pays a little less for it, too. But, yeah, there was that 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 whole aspect of it that surprised us. So, what we're trying to tell you is, if you are subscribing, y'all have been picking three games, but you maybe wanted more, you can get them all, potentially, probably. It worked for us. Yeah, I don't feel dumb in this, either, because apparently no. you weren't, you didn't know that, and uh, our other friend in our gr- friend group didn't, uh, thought that it was the same way too. He thought you could only pick three games and he distinctly remembers having the countdown thing go on. So like once I heard that, I was like, okay, I'm not crazy here. I'm not, I don't know what the actual answer is because when I looked it up, it didn't seem like anyone had this issue, but clearly I wasn't the only one. So the gist of it is, is you can just get all the games now. That is how it appears. Yeah. Which again, isn't bad, but it's still like, even when I'm looking at next month now, I'm like, I was interested in Greedfall. First Class Trouble seems like it would be interesting, although I technically already own that because I actually uh, did a charity uh, donation this month and it got me like a bunch of random games and that was included in it, which is the only reason I know about it. Uh, But like that one's fun or it seems fun. I know Wait, some did of these I, did, other did games. Did the next month already roll over? Did I already pay for the next month too? No. Well, I I don't know how the payments work because I think they're based on when you start paying and it just recurs from there. So mine is on like the 28th ish, I think. Uh, but I'm just saying, like, I'm looking at this upcoming month at what games will be available. Must look at this right now, clearly. But uh, Greedfall is on there. And that was one I was interested in owning. Uh, what is this game? What is Greedfall? I'm looking at it right now. What is it's like this? a third-person RPG, uh, colonial. Is this style. like the tower defense one? No. No. Okay. Uh, this, it's a, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. No, it's just like a like a third-person RPG. It uses like it. It's like based in like colonial times, kind of, and uh, it's got like you know guns and magic and swords okay uh, it's fine okay i never heard of it i know the wasteland series because it's like a strategy series yeah type of thing kind of in the va- same vein as old fallout like fallout one two type of stuff yeah not so much three and so on because those are you know, different but uh the blade assault game was one that i wanted that game looked really cool and i was gonna buy it actually on sale here it is <laughs> Guess I'm gonna get that game. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah. So maybe people are just laughing at us 
and just saying like, oh, you could all, you know, that was changed a long time ago. You could always get all the games. And it's just like, okay. I mean, someone is laughing at us for sure. But like, I'm not crazy. I distinctly remember like, like, what's the point of selecting all these games if I can claim all of them? Like, yeah, what? why would you select them if you can just have all of them? Like, this that's what like, doesn't, that's what gets me is like, okay, just tell me the keys are there now. Don't say, oh, click the game to pick it. Like, did you just like hide a game in there just to make me feel good about it? Like, that's probably true. That's probably what it feels like. It's like, oh, we want you to get this, like, these endorphins from like clicking a button and seeing it light up. But like, well, doesn't that was make sense. The, that was the thing originally how it was was that you would you'd stay subscribed to it and then it would be like here's the games that reveal them like one or two at a time throughout it and there if you you know didn't I, I think you only got it if you like were subscribed up till till it was released I believe originally yeah and so there, what there, if, there'd be like one big game that was like a surprise or the all, all a few of the games were a surprise type of thing yeah I remember that because what it was is they had like a poster game or a couple of poster games where they were like these are the uh included in the things you can get this month but like it was always like if you didn't want those then whatever else you got would be a gamble yeah ah all right maybe we're just boomers we we can be done talking about this yeah that's fine um yeah, the only other game I think of, I can think of that we uh, have played was uh, we got back into Deep Rock Galactic a little bit. Yeah, yeah, we. I think we were all under the assumption we we played it as a group of four with our one of our friends, but we were playing as a group of four, but with a different person. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and uh, we didn't honestly play that much. Looking at like the hours played, like. I think we we stuck with it for a little bit. I think it was an early access at the time. What's your if I recall? Uh, it was like twelve or something, and that's you know including the recent playtime that we had. So I mean, you, can, you can look at it right now. Mine's twenty. Okay, so you played a bit more than me. Yeah, because our other friend got it, so we have yeah. four, six friends who all own Deep Rock. I don't know. I think I played a. You know, sometimes when you, you you would get off early or whatever, we'd still be playing or whatever. Uh, it's been... Oh, we learned that uh, the one friend that owns it for Xbox, there is not cross-platform play between the Steam version of Deep Rock and the Xbox version. But if you own the Microsoft version of Deep Rock, you can play it with the Xbox version. Oh, but at what cost, right? You have to deal with the Microsoft Store? Yeah, I think that's dumb, because like both cases, you're on PC, but one of them is attached to steam i can see i mean uh, that's absolutely something to do with like microsoft but also there is um they have some sort of intercompatibility that's like very easy with the microsoft stuff because like uh i know that like there's a thing where you can play some xbox games on my on like microsoft store and vice versa so that's one of the advantages of the game pass i believe is is that uh, there's like a whole thing uh, with the compatibility, but it also is because that is possible. I imagine that that is something to do with uh, Microsoft just being um, stingy. It is because I don't understand why, like, I just can't turn on a button, be like, enable cross platform on my Steam version and it just connect. Because like, I, I, I can understand that they're connecting or like if I have a Microsoft account, just let me register the game on there and use that server or whatever. 
<laughs> yeah. This seems greedy and poopy. Yeah. I hate big companies. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, we played a little bit of Smite recently. Fun. Funsies. We only do Arena. Yeah. Uh, I feel like if fun. we continue playing that, we're going to get to a point where we're just going to need to play some like actual games of it to learn how to play. <laughs> yeah. Which we find I like. I'm back in the day. We played threes, the three versus the three player mode, three v three, twisted trila, and we yeah. we had fun with that back in the day. Um, we haven't got there yet. We've only been doing arena, which arena I feel like is the best way to just learn the game. Like you don't have to like if that's just this is gonna sound so dumb to other people who play who've been playing Smite for like ten years or whatever, however, however long it's been out. But like, it's just gonna be like well. <laughs> We don't. We we're still on automated items where we just have the the game pick the items because we don't know the characters or interactions and stuff. So it's just like, don't just just have it auto buy the items and like after you learn the characters through arena because like that's the best way to just to play the character. Then you can maybe deal with the uh, your items and stuff. But for now, I think the majority of everybody we've been playing with has just been auto buy items, and maybe that's bad. Well, probably it is, but yeah. I'm still uh, at the point where, like, I'm enthralled by each different character's, like, passive mechanic that shows up as the little, like, Right above your icon or whatever, like a whole other bar. (laughs) Yeah, they're, they're, like, wildly different. Like, I played, um, uh, I don't know how she's, but Chunga. Uh, Like, that's what it sounded like was Chunga. Um, And, like, hers is, like, a pixely looking, like, almost, like, 16-bit-ish, like, rabbit. Uh, on her screen and like i still don't know how that rabbit works (laughs) um because it's supposed to like be like the the dota donkey that like goes to the store for you and stuff um but i didn't know how to work it but also uh more to the point like i'll go to someone like uh, king arthur and like his will look like a like a uh, bar straight out of final fantasy 14 when you hit level 50 like it looked something like that where it was just like, Oh, this is literally just an entire other mechanic. I had to learn. Yeah. It seems like a lot of characters will have something like that, which is fine. Like, and even in like league, everybody has like their own unique passive, but it's not always represented to be so different. Like, it seems like every character, it's like, here's a new bar. That's the, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Like I was playing, uh, Fenrir, I think there's a Fafnir. It's the dragon, the dwarf that's a dragon. And his whole thing is gold based. So, like, because he's a horde, uh, the the dragon that hoards gold in mythology. Okay. And so, if you, based on the gold you currently have in your possession, uh, he gets extra, like, damage and stuff. Or, in, um, what's it called? Damage mitigation. Because he's, he's, like, the guardian class tank and stuff like that. And I was just like, oh, there's, 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 the bar is there. Then you could like hover over or whatever, but like it's not like a whole like combo or something like that. Like it's just being represented as a bar. Not that it could just like in league that'd be just like a little uh, stacking uh, buff on you. That'd be somewhere, but it's just being represented there. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it's a lot to take in, uh, and like the arenas are good, but I also think that they're like kind of not good at the same time for that kind of stuff because like okay, you're thrust into this and you're immediately just fighting five people. And like, you don't have a whole lot of time to just sit there and read stuff uh, before a fight breaks out. Like you're, you're immediately going out and you're like grabbing your buffs and then you're immediately fighting the enemy. Uh, So like, it it is good because you get to just sit there and mess around in this low stakes, but at the same time, it is like kind of hard to actively learn stuff while you're doing that. 
Yeah. Like whenever I'm just like loading into a character, I don't know. I'll just like hold all or whatever button you need to do to just like read abilities real quick. But half of them are freaking two paragraphs long. And then when we're like fighting to get the buffs at the start, I'm just still reading them. Yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah as, as, exactly. But like, I think by the time like we're midway through a game, I'll be like, I generally know what I'm doing. But like, sometimes it's just like, oh, there's a whole thing here that I was doing wrong. Yeah, sometimes comes up. That came up with uh, King Arthur when I was playing him because, like, I was I only read like the first part of his ult, and then like the icon changed at one point. And I was like, oh, there's just a whole extra ult I can do when I get enough energy. Apparently, I just mm-hmm. never got enough energy until like towards the end of the game. Yeah, so yeah. that's been uh, smite. I think that's really all. Like, we both went. We all, we always go back to Apex after you know so long, like a month, and do that. But uh, that's that's still there. I don't think it's worth talking about right now. But no, nah. yeah, we can get it. We can get into like what's happened this week at the Game Awards. Yeah, um, I tried to cut back a little bit on how much I talked about here, but there is a lot. So um, I will start off with some of the announcements uh, for Game Awards. There are a lot of announcements. Uh, I cut a lot out. I have I have notes here. What happened was I watched the Game Awards uh, with our friends actually in a in like a sort of like Discord watch party thing. Um, so uh, I just uh, sat there and just like jotted down stuff. Um, I also watched live because I wanted to enter for the chance to win the Steam Deck. Uh, I did not win a steam deck um two different people with seagull in their name uh one steam decks milf hunter one steam deck uh ir baboon won a steam deck i did not <laughs> uh so okay there's already a steam deck at your house it's fine <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah but like, i i want one for me though <laughs> i just wanted a free thing man i don't know um yeah anyways uh, let's talk about the announcements. So I think the very first thing that was announced was the Dead Cells uh, Castlevania crossover, which was really cool. And I feel like uh, if I go back and watch it, I probably should have known it was Castlevania. I bet the um, uh, music made it obvious early mm-hmm. on. Uh, but it was still like a really cool uh, trailer for it. Nice cutscene. You had the the Dead. Uh, does Dead Cell guy have a name or is there like you've played it, right? I have, and there's two different main characters, kind of, for Dead Cells. But no, I don't recall what the name is. I'm sure it's something basic. Like Flamehead. Or, like, it's kind of similar to, like, Genshin or something, where it's, like, the wonder or adventure type okay. of thing. Yeah, you you saw um, some, like, uh, like, a trailer with him, like, fighting uh, Alucard and um, one of the Belmonts. I, I never did, know which one's which. Did it say, like, what characters from castlevania are coming into it it didn't say anything specifically the characters you saw from castlevania were um like i said alucard uh there was also one of the belmonts it was uh i think it was one with a blue shirt again don't know their names uh and then you saw dracula so uh not sure how they're intermingled in there i don't think there's any information yet on like what the crossover looks like or anything like that but that's that's there that's that's cool again oh, the character's name is the beheaded oh okay or the prisoner or the fallen one well there you go 
Um, it's cool that that game keeps going on because I think that the uh, Dead Cells came out like a while. I I played Dead Cells before it released and beat it a few times, and then I beat it a few times after it came out. But I didn't play like any of the DLCs, which I heard were all amazing. It's cool that a game, uh, an indie game, essentially that came out um, four years ago, is still like getting support from like these big people, companies, and stuff. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, that that is a game that definitely doesn't stop; it just keeps going. Uh, these are in no particular order, by the way. Uh, I just want to point that out too. Uh, the next one we have here is uh, Hellboy, uh, Web of Weird. Uh, there's also not a whole lot of information, but like visually, it it looks like the comic books. Um, very cool looking. It looks like it's going to be some form of like an action roguelite type thing. Not sure exactly uh, what's all in it, but it was just like a quick little teaser. Uh, it looked really cool. Uh, you know, Hellboy doesn't get a whole lot of new content, uh, but it also is a cult classic. Yeah. Uh, next up. So this is one that I wanted to put in because I just thought it looked really cool. It was a viewfinder. I don't know if you looked at a trailer for this. Uh, I would recommend looking at a trailer if you haven't seen it. Uh, viewfinder it's like a like a puzzle type game but like the way it seems to work is you will have uh like uh, a, a scene in front of you and you can take that scene as like a picture and then put it in a place uh and then walk into it or use it to walk through something and like go to another scene it was just like a really cool looking like puzzle game that like it makes you wonder how they did that kind of thing mm-hmm. uh it was very impressive looking it's definitely uh it's like awe-inspiring kind of just like how they do it yeah exactly uh, street fighter 6 had some stuff coming up so they showed uh like some of the mini games you can do uh with it as well as revealing a few new characters uh there was one uh called dj one called manon or I don't know how you pronounce that, but man is what I'm going with. Uh, These I can't characters remember. are like bringing into it like older characters. Are they all older characters? I believe DJ is. Yeah, DJ sounded familiar. Uh, I don't know the other ones. Or there was one more I can't remember, but there were uh, new characters and new game modes, basically. DJ's uh, from Street Fighter Two. Okay. I thought the name sounded familiar. I just wasn't sure. Uh, Diablo 4 got a release date. So as far as we're concerned, it is coming out on January 6th of 2023. Uh, It was preceded by a performance from Halsey. Um, I don't know if you know who that is. I don't imagine that's music you listen to. Uh, That's really not music I listen to a lot either. I'd have to look them up if I know them. Yeah, but uh, apparently it's part of a larger collaboration. They said they were going to be doing more later, but it was just like there were a lot of just uh, celebrities showing up in this uh, Game Awards, which isn't entirely new. There's always like something, but it was just like notable. There were just people who were like, is that that person? I was like, yeah, it is that person. Okay. Uh, That's now, cool. Yeah. I was, like when like I'm fine with celebrities getting into it, but I do think it kind of brings down the whole game aspects of it where that should be the main focus not celebrities and companies but it's me being on my high horse about it whatever yeah i would agree it's just uh 
you know, I don't know, man. You know, I don't it's know, what they're doing. It's what it's what they're doing. They're gonna put some money into just like here's here's a performer, very popular person, just to do a thing, and that's just where we're at now. Uh, gaming has gotten that big, which is both a good and a bad thing, I'd say. Uh, next up, we've got uh, Horizon Burning Shores is an expansion for Forbidden West. Uh, this one is coming April nineteenth, twenty twenty three. Um. I learned from watching this trailer that Horizon Forbidden or just Horizon, the the whole place in general, takes place in our world. Mm-hmm. Uh, because in this trailer, you see uh, the Hollywood sign getting wrecked. Okay. So that's that's news to me. I didn't know that at all. It's a post-apocalyptic type of thing. Yeah. Uh, also, Horizon got uh, Call of the Mountain, which is a PSVR 2 game so it's like a horizon vr game which looked kind of interesting that one doesn't have a release date they just showed a little teaser for it uh here's one i was super excited about was hades 2 is coming out um we don't know when but they did announce a, a sequel to hades uh as yeah, soon as i was... saw super giant i was like yeah yeah this was cool because this is the first time they've ever done a sequel mm-hmm which is interesting. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I've always played super giant games. Only one I haven't played was the, I own it. The football one. Um, did you play it? Uh, I'm going to say no. I say football, but you're, you're like throwing a ball and trying to score pyre. It's called pyre. Yeah. I didn't um, play that one. I was excited for it. Cause it was super giant. Cause I played bastion and I played transistor transistor, loved both of them, beat them both. Mm-hmm. But I, I just never got around the pyre. Cause well, I don't know why I own it. I should just play it. But yeah, but I was, but yeah, Hades came out, beat that really early. I think I beat it like a beta or after it came out. I can't remember. And I loved it. Loved all the story. Who didn't love it. It got everybody into this like genre of games. Like now every time a game that's like this is released, they just compare it to Hades and it's, I think it's great that they capitalized and just made a sequel. Uh, the trailer confused me because I thought it was a prequel. Um, it could be like my Greek or... Is it Greek? Yeah, it's Greek mythology. It could be my Greek mythology, but it, like lore being all messed up since I haven't freaking really gotten into it since like eighth grade or something. But like, I was like, it was dealing with like, I think the Titans and stuff. I'm like, oh, that sounds like prequel stuff. Stuff before. But it's, Yeah, I it's, don't know. It is after. Had to look yeah. up the main character too. Uh, the main character being the the girl. Yeah, the main character. Does she oh, show so. up in the first game? No, I had to look her up though. <laughs> is she real? She like, is a Greek god. She's one of Hades' children. Okay. Yes. Was Zagreus also in uh, the original mythology? I have no idea. Because I didn't see him when I looked him up because I was like, I definitely feel like I should remember him. Uh, and like I when I, I looked him up, I didn't see him. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know, but I don't know how you pronounce her. Is it Melanoe? Mel- Melanoe? I don't know how you pronounce it, but there's supposed to be three children, apparently. And I'm like, I don't know who this is. But um, they, they're they're real. Like, well, they're part of the mythology, I guess. Maybe. Or maybe I'm being just pilled on it. Who knows? But yeah, I had to look. I had to look them up. Yeah. But okay. uh, yeah, uh, everyone should be excited for it. The games are great. I'll 
play this whenever it comes out for sure. I, I, I want to go back to Hades and just play that more. I learned recently, even though this was a year old, that you could definitely beat the game without ever taking a boon and you get special dialogue for it. Yeah. Which I, I thought was I crazy. saw some videos on that because I definitely wasn't going to do that. Yeah, they, they even, because like you can kind of like play with it meta-wise and just like get rid of all your boons before you go to the Hades fight. And he even comments on that. And I was just like, this this game is branching way of doing storytelling is amazing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, we can move on here. Uh, we heard about Bayonetta Origins, which is just a whole different style of game uh, and a whole different art style too. Yeah, uh, it looks like a storybook. Type of yeah. Thing. Yeah. It lo- I mean, it looked very pretty. I like the artwork and everything. Uh, it's just it wild that they really just went cute. this. Yeah, it's wild they went that direction. Yeah, uh, like Bayonetta has a lot of, has had a lot of negativity around it lately. And it's interesting that they took this route. It's like, a, is it a prequel or a sequel? It is a, I don't know. It is a prequel. Even though she has the new hairstyle, I think. From the new game, you know, it looks like a yeah, a smaller Bayonetta. I don't yeah. know. Anyways, it looks really cute. Maybe I'll play it. I've never, I haven't played the third one yet. I think I own all the games, but not not the third one. Maybe I'll play this. I don't know. Yeah. What what is this gameplay like? I don't, I don't, I don't know. This looks weird. <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting. Um. Yeah. Next game, Suicide Squad. Uh, they just showed like a like a little cinematic trailer for it. Uh, this also is unique because it has uh, the last performance from Kevin Conroy, who was uh, the Batman actor for several iterations of Batman. And uh, he passed away recently. So this mm-hmm. was his last performance was apparently for this game. Uh, I didn't like the other voices uh, in the trailer, to be honest, like. I don't know if it was that, like, I just didn't like the way they talked, I guess. Like, I don't know. Just something just felt kind of annoying about them. Okay. Um, yeah. No gameplay, just a, just a cinematic trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, other game here, Earthblade. This is a Metroidvania from the makers of Celeste. Uh, and it's planned to come out in 2024. Oh, that's far away. Yeah, that's a little over a year, uh, depending you on ever, when it released. You ever play Celeste? I played a little bit. I I definitely didn't like get any progress in it or anything. Some hardcore platforming that game is. Yeah, this one seems like it might have some of that, but it is also meant to be like actiony, like a Metroidvania. So it has like the, um, you know, backtracking progress and combat and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I know people don't like things being compared to like other things, but main character kind of looks like a tiefling. Yeah, I yeah, absolutely. I and agree. I'm just you know, I'm just going off of observation. I know people get annoyed when things get compared, but hey, that's what it looks like. <laughs> yeah. Um, Genshin Impact announced uh, Yao Yao, uh, which is someone and, someone and I don't know character. about. Oh, who was and the other character? I don't remember their name. Yeah. Our, our, I'll, I'll tell you in a, in a second if I just look up through my Discord real quick. Just biding time. I don't know how to pronounce that 
It's spelled A-L-H-A-I-T-H-A-M. Alhathium? Alhathium? Anyways, he plays exactly like Kaching, but better. Okay. <laughs> He's literally just an, a Dendro Kaching. Like, literally, like, his skill is the same thing, where it's the, 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 the spatial movement type of thing, where you're teleporting to your... It's called Stiletto for Kaching, but, like, he does the same thing, and his alt looks the same, just cooler and more updated because he's a new character but green because of dendro and then right. yao yao is the new small class of character uh she's just a dendro one. Oh, we already had a dendro one because the, the the god is a dendro yeah small character yeah uh she was a character that was shown a long time ago yao yao was because they thought she was going to be the next one. I think she's supposed to be the fourth small class character. Or fifth. Okay. Maybe fifth. And they just showed her early, but for some reason we never got her till now. Okay. Yeah. So that's coming out at some point. Uh, we have Death Stranding 2 got announced. Uh, I haven't played one yet. <laughs> I think I not- not really much to say. It was a weird trailer. Uh, Norman it's, Reedus came back. Uh, as my fiance says, Hiro Kijima and his husband, Norman Reedus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I just think it's always funny because I don't think like they'd even know how to talk to each other, but they're always just like shown together. <laughs> yeah. Um, we have uh, Baldur's Gate 3 uh, has a release date ish has uh, this not come out yet i thought this came out <laughs> no it's been in early access for a very long time okay, uh, i get uh, early access kills me yeah it's it sucks um but this is coming out in august of 2023 so no exact date but sometime in august hopefully okay so but they'll have minx and i'm sure everybody knows that character yeah, Minx showed up. If you yeah. played Baldur's Gate, you know who that is. Um, yeah, and Boo. Was Boo in the trailer? It should be Boo. If he doesn't have it Boo, should... that'd be weird. I don't. I haven't played Baldur's Gate enough, so I don't know if he if like Boo dies at some point or something like that. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm sure there's Boo or something like a hamster or something will be there with him. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it showed up in the trailer. I only noticed uh, Minsk because of his like face paint yeah. or tattoo or whatever it is. Yeah, purple thing, whatever. Yeah. Um, Blue Protocol 2023. Oh my god. I was uh, in the call. This is only funny to us. This is only yeah. funny to us. <laughs> I was in the call with uh, one of our friends who has been waiting for this game to come release glo- uh, globally forever. And we were convincing him that the game isn't real and it showed up and uh, he uh, he nearly had an orgasm. Yeah. Like it was uh, it was hilarious. It was just the the catharsis that came from him was astounding. Uh, Notably, though, uh, it seems that at least for the global release, uh, Amazon Games is involved. Which oh, totally a good thing. Yeah, historically great with MMOs, right? Um, no, yeah, yeah. So we'll see how that goes. I'm sure they'll just be like the server host for it. Yeah, and definitely their involvement isn't any more than this. Like, 
the gameplay looks really good for Blue Protocol. Like it looks really good. Yeah. And our, our obviously our friend has just been trying to sell us on this game forever. Only forever because like when he originally showed, he's like, "This is the MMO we're all gonna play," and it just seemed like the game was never gonna come out. And we just started ragging on him, just being like, "Dude, the game's never gonna come out. It's just gonna die in development, and it's just not real." <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, Crash Bandicoot. Uh, getting a uh, Crash Bandicoot Rumble, which not entirely sure what i would call it it looked kind of like a moba at first uh and i'm not sure that i can call that that uh a moba but i'm also not sure that i wouldn't call it a moba <laughs> like i don't know there's very limited uh views on it so like you can't really tell entirely what type of game it is there seems to be some form of combat involved it's a 4v4 game uh, it seems like you're collecting Wumpa fruits and like taking them back to a place is what is implied. Um, there is platforming and combat uh, and stuff like that. It seems like there's spots on the map where you can get things that would be advantageous. And all of those things are like things that I would classify in some way, shape or form as a MOBA, except for platforming. But a MOBA can have platforming. There's nothing that says that it can't. Yeah, yeah. Like they're all the uh, third person ones seem to have some type of platforming i believe it is like, one of those things that is not out well, of field, it could be though. there yeah yeah like when you think like smite or oh like like you could even go off the beaten path and just say like a hero shooter like there is some type of movement to like jump around like it's not true platform like it's not like a platforming game per se like where you're falling to your death but like it's it's nothing out of the blue type of thing yeah um but it is odd that this is a, a direction they went, uh, especially because like how big is it supposed to be? Is it like a paid game? Is it a free to play? How many characters can you pull from the Crash Bandicoot world? Uh, yeah, stuff like that. It's 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 an interesting direction for them to go. And I am curious on what it looks like when they release more gameplay. I. I think this game should just be like a console release, you know, a $60 game, whatever the stereotype for this stereotypical amount for this is, and just be like a couch game. Yeah, I would say that's the best direction to go as well. I hope this isn't like a MOBA or like just an online beat em up. Well, if it, sure, if it's an online beat em up with lobbies and stuff, sure, whatever. But like, hopefully it's not a MOBA. That's just a way to kill a game nowadays, especially with Crash. I don't think, there, like you said, I don't think there's enough characters. Yeah. Um, we have a game called Crime Boss Rocky City, uh, which had like an interesting intro. There was just like two dudes flanking. Um, I think one of them was like uh, definitely a well-known actor. There was another actor there. They were both actors uh, with the guy that uh, I think was like head of the game in some way. But uh, what's notable about this is the people that are in it. So Danny Trejo is in it. Uh, Danny Glover is in it. Uh, Vanilla Ice is in this game. And Chuck Norris is in this game. Chuck Norris is still alive, huh? Chuck Norris is still alive. Uh, that is something we can say definitively is he does appear to still be living. <laughs> um, what, a, what a cast. What a cast indeed. It's about... So, 
it didn't seem like there was really any gameplay. People are comparing it to GTA, which I think is definitely the vibe uh, that we're going for. If I had to guess, it seems like it might be like a third person or a first person type game. Uh, I'm not like, sure what. Here, wait, so these characters are in it as themselves. Yes. Well, not like like it's not Vanilla Ice playing Vanilla. I mean, that one might be Vanilla Ice playing Vanilla Ice, but like Mark Norris is literally his. He's a cop with he, Norris on his thing. Maybe he is that. He looked like Walker Texas Ranger, is what he, he do be like. looking like Walker Texas Ranger. But like, on in, in in the one picture, it's him looking like Walker Texas Ranger. But on the vest, it says Norris. Maybe I just have to watch the trailer again because I didn't think that they would just have Chuck Norris playing Chuck Norris the. Um, police officer um and i don't like they all were in like roles that are just like typecast roles like danny glover was just like the uh he looked like the chief of police that's like you know almost to retirement that that kind of vibe what's uh, what's the one game where you're you're just doing heists what's that game called is it payday it's, this looks like payday uh yeah people were comparing it to like gta online which okay. also involves heists okay so i don't I, know I, when i just read some of the synopsis on it it just sounds like take on thrilling hits and heists with up to four players sounds like payday yeah it does sound like payday when you put it that way yeah. i'm not sure how vanilla ice and chuck norris fit into that but cool Maybe Chuck Norris is the boss and he's literally unkillable because he's Chuck Norris. Yeah. No, I can see that. Maybe he's the anti DRM thing, like the like the anti like an anti cheat or like an anti like you know how old games were like you still it fucking murders you. Spawn in like a half scorpion hybrid that you can't kill or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Scorpion <laughs> hybrid. Spawns in the rock. I mean, that was uh, how uh, Serious Sam was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so there's that. Uh, Call of Duty is apparently getting like a PvE raid. Um, last time I looked at it, I was unclear because uh, uh, our friend and I were talking and like uh, we were confused as to which game it was for. I'm pretty sure it's for Modern Warfare 2, though. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's not like a part of the Warzone or anything like that. Um. But it's just like a like a PVE co-op raid, uh, the way you would do for like Destiny or like you know any MMO, which yeah. is interesting. Which it also is kind of logical. Like it, it's it makes sense when you think about it that like you would have like a covert ops raid in COD, and it's surprising that they thought of zombies before they thought of this. That is surprising because zombies <laughs> is normally like their go-to. <laughs> So I don't know. That seems like it'll be interesting uh, if it's not glitchy. Um, Cyberpunk 2077 has a an expansion coming out called Phantom Liberty, and it is also involving another actor, Idris Elba. Uh, he Idris Elba even showed up to, or not showed up, but he was on like the the trailer to uh, do like an interview. So that was interesting. Uh, last game I'm going to talk about Armored Core 6. Uh, everyone was really excited. This one's called Fires of Rubicon. Uh, this is uh, from the other FromSoft series that 
I don't know anything about, honestly, other than mechs. I don't know. Have you played any of those games? I played Armored Core. Yeah. Okay. So you'd know I more about it than I would. Original for PlayStation. I was not I'm not I wasn't like the people who like this is their like my game. Like I, I played Armored Core one a lot with my friend. We'd play through this story, not together because I don't think it was co-op, but like we'd individually play it and make our because you could build your mech any way you want. You could give it like really goofy legs. That's cool. Like tank tank treads and stuff, or just have it be like the normal bipedal one that just kind of flies really fast. But you could still do the quick dashing and stuff. Um it it was really cool. It was a really cool game, but like I never went on to play like the PS2 ones, which were, I believe, two and three, and then I think four was PS3. I don't know. I didn't play it, but I'm sure they were all similar. They all had great music and they were interesting, at the very least, different from the other game that they were compared to, which was Mech Warrior, I think. Yeah, I used to play Mech Warrior. It was Mech Warrior was just slower Armored Core to me. It was yeah, like American, it so slow. Americanized, yeah. Is I, I uh, had the joystick to play it with too. Oh my! Yeah, because uh, my my stepdad yeah. was really into it, so like we had like an extra joystick, and uh, I used to play that a lot. Uh, I actually enjoyed it uh, partially because of the customization in that game, but it sounds like Armor Core has even more customization than Mech Warrior. To me, as whenever I played it as a kid, it felt really crazy. I, I like how much you could like change stuff out, but. I could go back and look at it and probably only be like 10 different like body parts and like 10 different legs and heads or something, but it could have been more. MechWarrior had uh, like weapon slots and you could just put different weapon slots in there. Like you can put different weapons in the slots. Yeah. I know with MechWarrior, I would always just like try to be like either the smallest mech because it was fast or be like the biggest one. Like uh, there was no in between for me. Yeah, I usually went with the smaller ones. But uh, yeah, Armored Core is just like, it's definitely like really fast like movement wise okay yeah um i don't know what else to say on it i'm sure people were really hyped for this to come out yeah has been busy yeah apparently it's just a continuation of it it's not like a revival i don't know how much of the story really matters i don't remember the story really mattering whenever i played at least for the playstation one game um yeah okay uh, that was the last for the announcements. Um, like I said, I missed. Uh, there's a lot that I cut out. Uh, there's quite a bit going on. Uh, let's talk about the awards themselves. I'm not going to go through every single award. Uh, just going to talk about the event and maybe a couple of the awards. Uh, let's start off with the big winners. Um, so in total, uh, the two largest winners were Elden Ring with uh, four wins under your belt. And God of War with five or six, if you count the, uh, the award for best performance. Uh, the best performance award was the first award. It was introduced by Al Pacino for some reason. Uh, still don't know exactly why. Even Al Pacino like made a note to be like, I, I don't know if y'all could tell, but I don't play games. I remember like... Uh, our friends didn't know what he looked like. I barely knew what Al Pacino looked like. I knew enough to be like, is that is that Al Pacino and like Googled him on the side? <laughs> Weird. Yeah. I wouldn't have been able to pick them out. I just maybe I'm just not old enough. People were spamming Dunkachino in chat. <laughs> so he presented the best performance award. And then uh, the best performance was, um, you know, Christopher judge with God of war. Uh, Christopher judge decked out in gold. He was pimping. Um, but 
he also gave an extremely long speech. I don't have the official numbers, but it must have been pushing 10 minutes. Um, and it was to the point that even the uh, even Jeff Cayley, the um, the ho- main host, he uh, made j- several jokes about it. Uh, he immediately after the speech was like, oh, I think he was trying to give out some more Steam decks. Uh, so <laughs> um, uh, it, I don't know what was going on there, but for some reason he just kept going, which was fine. Like, it was still a great speech. Like, it was fine. It was very heartfelt. And like, it's really cool. He deserved it. He uh, had a very good performance in there. Uh, yeah. that, was, that was the first award though there were some notable awards um, best adaptation we were talking about that before the game awards Arcane did win it and that's what we expected um, best strategy of all the people went to uh, Mario and Rabbids uh, well, uh, whenever we talked about it I told you it's like it's like any other crazy strategy game in that category like it's still you know a strategy game yeah XCOM, you know, it's XCOM. The uh, best multiplayer game was Splatoon 3, uh, which <laughs> looking at the other contenders, I kind of expected that as well. To be fair, it does not have the best server, though. <laughs> Servers. <laughs> Dog shit. Um, for the player's voice, this was a big one because uh, this was the one where like the uh, fans are going back and forth in a war between uh, Genshin and Sonic. Uh, Genshin ended up beating Sonic. Um, I think we talked about this before because you, you mentioned, uh, they gave us what, like 800 gems. I talked about this, the discord to you. Yeah. Um, well, my whole thing about this was that like Sonic, so they're both open world games, right? Yeah. But Sonic is a single player game. So the only motivation to vote for it is that if you liked that game, if you're a fanboy of it, or if you just hated Genshin for Genshin though, that's a online game. With microtransactions, obviously, it's a gotcha game. So the player base had the motivation or the incentivization to win because they'd get primo gems. And turned out it was only eight hundred um, divvied out over the course of a few days. But I mean, if you if you logged in today, the thirteenth, you'd get them all. But it was two hundred every day, so eight hundred. And if you know that eight hundred isn't even a full ten pull, which sucks. And I think the company should just give a full full pull just to say hey we won there's no there's no downside to them giving a full pull there's no skin off their back it's just i don't know it just seemed really poopy to me for them to not even give you the full pull they can't give their whales that much then one, they'll know there's something better out there they'll know it's possible it's not even like what is it what that's not even like one eighth to like 50 50 pity uh-huh yeah I think it's still 80 pulls in Genshin. I can't remember. I know we know it's 80 in Tower of Fantasy. But anyways, yeah, I just <laughs> I just thought it was super. Uh, I don't even want to say greedy of the company. It was just kind of losery to me. Like, what? Come on. Yeah, Mario. it kind of it kind of just feels stingy. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So the main point I was making is that there is incentivization more so on the Genshin players to win because they'd get something out of it where the Sonic players weren't going to get anything other than their game just being like, oh, good good your game won even even though the game awards is usually just it, to me it's meaningless almost always it's meaningless to me but like whenever there's like you can get some currency in the game you're playing it'd be like if i was playing wow and they're like hey, if our game wins we give you like 10 days free of playing you know that's incentivization it's never happened but you get what i'm saying yeah the only uh like i absolutely agree with you and that's uh definitely a driving force for the votes 
the only argument I could make if I were a devil's advocate is just the entire Sonic fan base um, being just extreme. I, they definitely would have put up a fight, you know? <laughs> if oh, you had absolutely. to pick anyone to pit against Gen, uh, like an online game, a popular online game that can like give out stuff, it'd probably be Sonic. It's a pretty like big fan base. Yeah. Because like, what were the other games that were up? Was it God of War and Elden Ring that were up there for a player voice? I believe so. I'd have to go look at it. Because um, like, if you really think of those communities of it, like the communities for like Elden Ring would just be like, it's divvied about among all these people who are fairly art. Like I'm one of them, fairly hardcore about it, and like don't think they care about the game awards. And like, God of War is new. I don't know anything about the player base. Or at least for that game specifically, the newest one. I'm sure people love that game. It obviously won awards, but like Sonic, that that the fan base for Sonic is like big, and I think most of them are aware that Sonic's just a dumb franchise. Like I'm part of that. Like I read the comics. I like the comics for Sonic. I've played almost every Sonic game. I'm not one. Of, I'm not a fanboy if that makes sense. Because I think personally, to me, every every person who's like an avid enjoyer of something can be pretty extreme and annoying. Sonic's Sonic's one of those fan bases where it's bigger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh the other nominees were God of War Ragnarok, uh Stray and Elden Ring. Yeah, I wanted Stray to win so bad just cuz it's a cat game. Yeah. Which Stray did get a win somewhere. I forget which uh specific place, but they did get a win at some point. Um yeah. Um, oh, I forgot to mention there were some other celebrity appearances aside from Al Pacino. There was Keegan Michael Key, which was probably one of the only ones that made sense because he was um uh there to advertise for the Mario movie. Um, he's playing Toad in the Mario movie. Uh, and then there was Animal from the Muppets. Uh, I had a question about that that I don't think will ever be answered, but like, so we know. There's a person, right, that's like got the Muppet and is holding it up. And that is fine for TV and like shows like, you know, us as the viewers, we see that and we just see the Muppet mostly. But where they were, uh, there were other people that could see them in the audience. And my question is, is there just like a person crouching next to Jeff Cayley? And then like the the Muppet or was there like was there like a box or like a curtain or something like what? How did they do that? Because they weren't on stage where they can control that. They were I mean, they can control anything anywhere around there, obviously. But like, what did they do there? Did they just have the person just standing there or like what? What was that? I was I was very curious as to what happened there. And I don't think I'll ever get an answer to that. Right. Like you almost want to see like the behind the scenes of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was there for the best, um, uh, music, I believe, or the best like score. Um, so I think Keegan Michael Key, like I said, is the only one that actually made sense. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, other, um, awards here. So best ongoing and the best community both went to Final Fantasy 14 yeah. People would argue that Final Fantasy XIV has a very strange community, and it obviously yes. deserves the best ongoing. It outdid WoW. 
like I think they deserve it for community. Uh, until I see any evidence otherwise, I have not met like a like uh, a single me, bad person. To me, Final Fantasy XIV's community is no different than like League or Sonic. It has people who are just as toxic or salty and. I have not personally met a bad person in Final Fantasy fourteen, like a toxic person is what I'll say compared to those other like compared to like other online games. Uh, whenever uh, all the wow people went over to Final Fantasy fourteen, there's a lot of people who are just hateful towards the wow people because they played MMOs different. Okay. Yeah, like I didn't I didn't come across that at all. I just think you weren't probably paying attention to it probably, or you probably wouldn't have ran into it. But like it just seemed like for every time there'd be a streamer talking about about it who who was kind of a what's the best word the person coming from WoW to Final Fantasy uh, like a um, hmm. you know what I'm saying though like a person yeah survivor. no I get it uh, but yeah a person doing that they were just because like a WoW player has just a different way of approaching MMOs and has kind of a stereotype of uh, I smelt him, I guess. Um, <laughs> and those people just like got shit on a lot because they're just different and you can kind of enjoy an MMO how you want. And they said that they really brought down the community a lot, but to be fair, in the end, the end result is that the community is perfectly fine. But also, like, Final Fantasy has like all their role players, which wow, I had too. And people say that's that's just weird and creepy sometimes, but people can play how they want. I'm just saying, like, okay. there's still it's still a strange community. Every like, I I personally stick to the every community has a 1% vocal toxic fan base. Every community. For Final Fantasy, I think how their fan base is, is it's just gatekeepers kind of to it. Uh-huh. Which that's better than a, <laughs> a league play, play, player base, which are just the 1% toxic people seem to be just racist. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, last but not least was Game of the Year. Uh, game of the year, uh, every year for game awards, they have a, um, notably they have the orchestra that, uh, plays the, uh, like a mashup of all the music from each game, uh, mm-hmm. as they're introducing the nominees. Uh, what was notable about this was, uh, mainly the flute guy. Um, I don't know if you went back and watched it. I did. Uh, so you, you saw him, he's, uh, he was in the center, um, just like pulling out different, woodwind instruments and just go into town and he was rocking it and even after it was done he was the most hyped person in the in the uh in the orchestra uh he was over like fist bumping all the percussion people and just like just cheering and having a great time and uh he even got recognized on uh on twitter a lot like a lot of people uh showed him love on twitter yeah it uh, seemed he like responded. he even like yeah he responded really well and he was thankful he seemed to be like hopefully just a well-received person yeah. Sadly, it wasn't the biggest thing, though. No, it wasn't. We'll get to that uh, for the end here. Uh, but game of the year was Elden Ring. Uh, they won, um, which I guess we get to that now. So uh, there was a speech from um, director. Well, oh, what's can up? We, can we say, like, personally, I do believe Elden Ring should have won, though. Like, yeah. So I, it, it was one of the most deserved of it. Yeah, I absolutely think they should have won. I think it was it was between God of War and Elden Ring, and I think that Elden Ring 
was out long enough for one to like make that determination. It's still going strong with its player base. Uh, they're yeah. still providing updates. Yeah. And yeah I, I, see where I was, I would almost make an argument against God of War because it came out like not even a month ago. Right. Yeah. I don't know. That just always kind of, that rubbed me a little wrong way a little bit. Cause I'm like, how is this already like getting voted as game of the year? Whenever it just came out, like maybe it should be on next year's docket. Yeah. But, I get that why it's there. It came out this year, but I don't know. Yeah, there are I think it's award fair. shows where that is a thing where it's like, okay, you have until this point to be eligible, and then like next year you'll be eligible if you're past that point. Yeah. So it was like, weird can, to me as well. Yeah, like I can only care so much because I think reward shows are bullshit, anyways. But yeah, continue. But yeah, no, they were definitely deserved. Um, like I think it's an excellent game, and uh, it had a lot of heart into it and stuff. Uh, and I agree, it should have won. Uh, but yeah, so uh, the director, Hidetaka Miyazaki, um, went up there to accept the award. He had his translator with him, and uh, you've all seen this by now, so it's not like a secret, but there was another person who went up on stage uh, seemingly unnoticed. Um, and after uh, he made his speech, he stepped back from the microphone. Uh, someone went up to the microphone, this uh, apparently kid, and he said something along the lines of, uh, I would like to nominate this award to uh, Reformed Orthodox Rabbi Bill Clinton. Uh, really interesting watching it back, because um, uh, we were watching it live, and like I was like, did he say Bill Clinton? But then also what you notice when you're watching it is um, just like, the immediate confusion when he approached the mic, like he approached the mic and uh, Miyazaki immediately looked at a translator because he's, I mean, I assume that he, there's just like this bit of like, I've never been in this position and I'm not from here. What's going on. Um, and like looking at a translator for like confirmation that this is all right. And then like, as that guy is approaching a the microphone, there are already people converging on him. Like as he starts talking, uh, so like, apparently it was not long before people realized something was wrong. It is just odd that he was able to get up there in the first place. Yeah. It seems like the kind of thing where like, if you have an idea of who's supposed to be up there, then you should know that he wasn't. And so it feels like one of those oversights where it's just like, we didn't ask like them to submit who was going to be up there, or how many people were going to be here on, from the team. And that's seems like what happened. It seems like that's all that happened was he was able to just like walk up behind them and just like pretend like, like, you know, confidence is key. Just being like, I'm supposed to be here and people didn't question it. Yeah. Like massive balls on this kid yeah. type of thing where it's just like, wow, he, he did that. Huh? And it's just like a lot of the images online or gifts and stuff are just of like picking this kid out of the crowd and being like, here, here he is starting to walk up here. He is behind people. And just like, it's like really impressive that he got that far. Like to me, it's kind of scary almost. Like I'm sure they check people down for like weapons and stuff, but that could have been like a shooter type of thing. Could be me just getting old, just thinking that, just being like, wow, he could have like hurt someone. <laughs> it's definitely a security risk um, for sure. Yeah. Uh, as far as what he said and his whole deal, uh, he did do some interviews. It seems like it was just him trolling. Like there wasn't any like hidden meaning or anything. Uh, he wasn't like 
some Clinton conspiracist is what the story is. He was just like, he couldn't think of anything to say. And that's what he said. Uh, just like yeah. the weirdest thing he could think of. Um, yeah, he didn't like it, none of it was like bad, right? Like he didn't go up and start swearing, say any racial slurs or anything. He just said a weird thing. About and then he got taken away. He did get arrested. Um, yeah. I don't think he got like charged or anything. He just got arrested while they figured out what was going on. Yeah, I wonder if there's I'm sure he's banned from ever going, but he's a kid, so probably shouldn't have been there in the first place. Yeah. I I don't even know how people attend these. Yeah, that's what I was wondering if it's like a ticket that you buy or something and how much that would cost or if it's an invite only type thing. Yeah. Um that's all. That's the game awards. That's I mean we we've left a lot out, but also it's pushing over an hour now, so I would say let's uh, just real quick name the games that are coming up and uh, we can head on out. Yeah. Uh, so real quick, there are only three games here. Uh, we've got Akka, which is coming out um, Wednesday the 14th. So just if you're listening to this podcast when it comes out, it's out today. Uh, this is just a cute little life sim where I think you play as a Tanuki. I think that's a Tanuki. So um, I saw a short video on this, actually. I watched one. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, it starts off like in war. The 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 red panda main character um, was a veteran of a war, and I don't know why it starts you off like this because it totally puts a different vibe. Because the game is totally like a little life sim sim where you're just planting and gardening and stuff. Yeah, it's it's cute looking. Yeah, it like part of it is like the the what's what's it called the after you you're a veteran you have the trauma of being a veteran what's that called like ptsd yeah he kind of has that going okay on. it's part of that like i wish the game just did this in a flashback instead of starting you right there <laughs> like he starts with a sword and everything and it's just like wow it's it's kind of like if you played animal crossing but it started you in like ukraine <laughs> like yeah bonkers but yeah it's that's an interesting way to go about it. it's really cute art style okay uh, next up, we have Blacktail. This is coming out December 15th. Uh, this is an action-adventure game. It's based on the Slavic myth of Baga ya- Baba Yaga, in which you actually play as Yaga. Uh, she's a girl who was expelled from her home on accusations of witchcraft, and then you do some archery and magic after that. Okay, I remember dying to Baba Yaga and Smite. Yeah. Same. Same. <laughs> <laughs> Up there. Um... It also makes me think about Smite and how, like, some of the gods that they call gods aren't actually gods. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I think everything's a god, you know? Yeah, sure. Maybe it's um, respectful of everything, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, last game, December 15th also, is River City Girls 2. This is a follow-up to the beat-em-up game. Uh, six playable characters, new mechanics, new enemies. It includes online co-op as well. Yeah, this is cool. I never played the first one. I wanted to because there's so much like rampant fan art of it. And this reminds me of the old days of like Double Dragon and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's definitely what it what it's evoking or invoking. Uh, that's it for all the games, though. Uh, those are the only three games that are ever coming out. No, there, there's definitely other games, I'm sure. It's just those are the, the more prominent ones. Yeah, uh, there wasn't there a game like a big game that came out today. I you might be right. But... High on life. Oh yeah, that de- that game did come out. 
Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, Justin Roiland, uh, like Rick and Morty guy. Yeah. Uh, it's like a first person shooter where you're like trying to get these guns that talk. Yeah. You know, bon- bonky stuff there. I saw like a little interview on it. And prob- I didn't play Justin Roiland's other game, um, Trover Saves uh-huh. the Universe. It's another game where it's like kind of talking back to you the whole time. Uh, a little meta. These games are meta. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't cool, bring though. it up because it um already would have come out. But uh, yeah, that is a game that's coming out. It looks cool. A lot of people are playing it right now. I've seen some videos circling around. Yeah, yeah. We can go ahead and wrap it up though. Um, mm-hmm. glad to be back and um. I don't think there's any issues, so we should be back next week as well. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry back about to our normal ser- uh, schedule. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that'll do it for us here. Thanks for listening, everyone. We appreciate it. And like I said, we should be back next week. So uh, in the meantime, don't forget to do your dailies. And your weeklies. Bye-bye.